Commercial Cash Flow Show. What are the key components to an effective and enforceable contract? Now, I must say before we start this question, neither Mr. Gore nor myself are licensed attorneys. Uh, however, like we said, we work with them on a near hourly basis. Um, so a few of the things that, that I know and have personal experience with as well as day-to-day business experience with, uh, clarity, product or service should be clearly stated. Timelines and deadlines are imperative as opposed to ambiguity, right? Ambiguity is not a good thing. The payment terms. And Absolutely. That's that's the proverbial handshake deal. When you leave that ambiguity in there, it's like, well, he said this. Well, he said that. Well, we had a contract. We had everything all written out. And then while we're talking about the contract, it's like, hey, can you go ahead and do this extra $10,000 worth of work? Yeah, not a problem, man. But it's not in the contract. And you shake the hand. Don't think that that thing's not going to pop its head up later on, potentially. Correct. Uh, And with the payment terms, a definitive recourse of non-payment. At what point do you, the the whole proverbial fish and cut bait? So so you have a net 10, net 15, net 30, whatever. At what point do you say, okay, enough is enough? Correct. Arbitration clauses in certain aspects. Yes. And if it's not identified and specified in that contract, then it's left up to interpretation. Exactly. And that's where it starts to get costly. And you could end up walking away and not getting a dang thing simply because you, you didn't word it correctly as yep. far as the, you know, the, the, the brokering of the, the, the relationship and the contract. And another thing that we see happening, especially now, say 2021, uh, communications complaint formats, because yep. historically USPS certified mail, right? That's, that's what would mm-hmm. be in a contract. However, they, if it's not stated in the contract, then it could be recognized email. USPS, text message, phone calls, whichever the medium is that the two parties agree for complaints to be handled should be standard across the uh, contract. Now, this garners another question as far as and and, and it is evocative of the whole COVID-19 thing is that a lot of people can't do face to face conversations um, at what should it be decided contractually? as to how communication is mitigated, like sp- specifically, like you have, you know, for instance, if you're going to cancel the contract, you have to send it in writing to such and such address, certified mail, return receipt requested, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Blah. So I yes. think I think so. And we deal with how many hundreds or thousands even, of, even, of even issues in this, a year. Even in this day and age with, with COVID and the overload on the US, USPS, it might be. Yeah, I mean, that's, why, that's exactly why I'm saying it should be stated in the contract because if it should be by email gotcha. to the managing member or the director, there should be a single point of complaint contacts, even if it's complaint at your domain.com, if that's how you want to. So it sounds it. to me like you're saying, let's identify one singular, you know, communication source. And, but to add to that and really further solidify and, and concrete, concrete the contract after that, say, if, if you don't get a response from then you take this next step. Correct. And so you're just dotting your I's, crossing your T's. And, you know, if you get to the point where you have to execute on the terms and conditions of the contract. And this is this is solely opinion based. But the right. the the issues with either party may can- cancel this in writing. Writing is text message. 
Writing is email. Writing is fax. Writing is letters, right? All of those constitute writing ambiguously, but at the same time, that is writing. So with how busy business owners, C-level executives, credit managers are these days, you cannot have a myriad of forums and then expect, let's say you say you have 6,000, 10,000 clients currently, Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to juggle all these chainsaws. I understand all of us really do, but dating in the contract, what the communication means. That way, you know, priority when a complaint comes in via this means. So I, I get what you're saying. And then, you know, and, and again, elimination of ambiguity is, is, is paramount in any contract. Otherwise you're left up to how the judge reads it, the jury reads it, or have you, as far as if you have to ex- execute against it, I get that part. But here in this day and age, in this COVID thing, I think there's a lot of changes going on that really haven't been enacted into legislature yet. But COVID, COVID doesn't change. See, again, restate the whole not an attorney thing. Mm-hmm. But technology doesn't change the law, technically speaking. Correct. The law is or UCC. Let's say a contract but, between you and I. But, the means of communication may change, but the... The law regarding such doesn't change. What about force majeure, acts of God? That that would have been the same in common law. So common law would come into force with regards to no. business transactions that are affected by COVID. Well, the okay. So what would what would COVID change about any part of the law? The manner and means of which you're able to communicate either to your client or perhaps if you're trying to act against your client, communicate with the court systems that have been shut down. Well, these communications haven't changed. It's not like before COVID, we would all get uh, six inches from each other's face and that's how we would seal up a deal. Right. (laughs) So Zoom, Zoom was here before COVID. Email was here before COVID. Text message before COVID. All of the commu- digital communications. So you're, sta- you're stating that 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 the 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 mediums and sources are out there for you to be able to still conduct business. So if you're hanging your hat on old school ways of, of doing things and wanting to blame COVID because you can't do that. No, way, that's the main way that business is true. done now. Okay. Actually, instant message, which thoroughly surprised me is 33 or 34% of business to business communications. Now. Absolutely. It overtook email and phone instant message, which would, which would also include text message. So uh, it, it's, it's always been, it's also been my experience as well. I have had to uh, grow out of my dinosaur years and, and get used to using Facebook messenger to actually conduct business transactions. Whereas <laughs> in the past that, wasn't even an option. Some, some people like different people like different things. Sure. Yeah. So that's why that doesn't change the contract. If it's written on paper or if it's written in email, those are both in writing. But you're saying that that contract and we're both stating we're not attorneys, but but for all intents and purposes, for the consideration of argument and debate that the M, the, the pandemic and the current uh, economic situation as it relates to transacting payments as affected by COVID has no bearing on the contract. Not, not from my interpretation or any of the attorneys that I've talked to. We shall visit this again. (laughs) Now, if, if 
COVID or a state shutdown did cause a non-performance of contract, which was outside of your well, that's, realm. That's kind of that's, that's but not the communication dunk. standards. That's a slam dunk. So, so, so if so, did if, it affect contracts? So Absolutely. If I, so, if I'm Joe and I'm trying to communicate with my end user or you know contractor or whoever the, it may be, and I can't do so because everything is shut down, I don't have any cell phone service. This has occurred. Yep. And I, and I, and I can't reach him. I'm going to be held. I'm, I'm going to be held to the fact that the, 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 the local systems and, and here's, let me preface it with this. Hold up. COVID did not cause phones to stop working. COVID did cause. Dude. <laughs> I'm not saying phones didn't stop working. You, what is this apocalyptic COVID caused phones to stop working? No, bro. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying phones didn't stop working. I'm saying you literally just said phones stopped working. Okay, here's what I did. I jumped to the end game of of, of the process. The beginning of the process is the elimination of income because you can't go to work because of COVID. I can't pay my phone bill. Their way now now my phone's getting cut off, and now I have no means of communication communicating with communication <laughs> communicating with my client. So it is COVID related. Did COVID directly those, affect the inability for me to use my phone? No, absolutely not. It was the inability for me to make money and pay the bill. So does that impact my ability to con- to that? You will have to talk to a, a local attorney about because every county is different. Some counties stopped taking. Uh, You're absolutely right. Stop taking filing. Some counties bumped it back 21 days. So. What three thousand seven hundred? That's definitely a topic uh, for a whole, yeah, complete year session. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the beauty of it is, well, I don't want to call it the beauty of it. The dynamics of it are really intense, and if you're not paying attention to it, you're gonna you're, you're gonna be uh, behind the eight ball. Yeah, COVID and the the impact for the, an entire country being shut down for as long as it did, and in, in, in fact the the uh, the global economy is going to have residual benef- uh, 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 impacts that we are just now starting to see, i.e. liens that are filed on one date but don't re- get recorded until after the expiration date. That's another topic. But the, we, we are going to have to adjust ourselves, uh, i.e. with re, re, relation to COVID and communicating about a contract, as well as liens and other you know, business transactions that take, take place to accommodate for what happened. But, as, and again, we're not attorneys, there is, as far as we know, no legislation published addressing those specific situations. No, because a contract between two parties is still a contract between two parties. Correct. Now- Non-performance, obviously, we talked about that. However, communications, doesn't matter if it's COVID-related or natural disaster-related. If it's directly, not indirectly, but directly uh, causing that, that's a, I would would assume that's a pretty easy argument. However, the way that businesses transacted was not completely reconstructed because of covid Still, two parties agree to a contract, mm-hmm. performance, payment, and 
anything that you want to throw in there that's a variable? Let's say my payment slowed down by some cat that I'm trying to get lending from that is affected by the COVID. Let's say your payment slowed down because your credit dropped historically. Oh, so now see, it's the same. It's the same. So thing. you're gleaning on the part of people starting to use COVID. Oh, as not in my gleaning. It is evidently it's apparent happening that everyone that is not paying is saying it's COVID related when maybe 25% of the people that we deal with is literally COVID related. A lot of companies that were cash mm-hmm. tight are using COVID as an excuse to not pay. That might be another topic for another story as far as talking about how do I how do I deal with people that aren't paying me and they're blaming COVID and I don't dang good and well. It ain't got nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, it's You're the Peter DePaul principle. Right. Correct. Commercial Cash Flow Show.